This is the Parent Life Podcast, and I'm Jason Stanland. This week, Yulian Avramescu joins us for the Parent Life Podcast. Yulian is the founder and president of Life Romania. He and his family live and minister in Bucharest, Romania. Life Romania is a ministry that exists to reach the next generation of, of Romanians for Christ and equipping them to impact the local church as disciples who make disciples. They host events for students such as summer camps, sports camps, discipleship, weekend retreats. Each camper who makes a decision for Christ is invited then to join a counselor in their 12 steps of discipleship where they too can become counselors. Furthermore, they can go back to their home church and raise up disciples within their local body. It's a fantastic ministry. In 2018, I met Julian for the first time. Um, His daughter was actually born the week before I got there, so I really didn't think I was going to get to meet him, but briefly I got to hang out with him, and we became instant friends. I was invited to travel to Romania as a guest preacher uh, for one of their camps in 2018 in a community called Shishtaravat. Uh, What they do is they bring students from an area or region who do not attend a church or whose community does not have an evangelical church in their community to a summer camp. And at that summer camp, they get to hear their gospel, many of them for the first time in their own language. It was absolutely moving. So I'm in Shishtaravat, Romania, which is kind of rural north of Timișoara, and it was a very impactful moment for me because 50% or more of the students at that camp had never heard the gospel. And and I thought it was so wonderful. They were so attentive. I loved working with his ministry and the counselors of his ministry. Uh, And so I just fell in love with it and um, came back, told my wife. She was very interested in it. And of course, uh, we began a relationship, Yuli and I did. And actually, Roxana and my wife, Nicole, became friends as well. And so over time, we just became very close. In 2020, he asked my wife, Nicole, and I to come and speak at a Purity Weekend Conference. It was the first one of its kind. They'd never done it. And it was for students who had gone through their 12 steps of discipleship. Um, That was their first one, and it was a great success. Two weeks later, COVID shut down the world, of course, Uh, and so we've not been able to go, but my wife and I have just now returned this past weekend from a Purity Weekend conference where we were invited to come back finally and to speak on the topic of purity to uh, mostly 16 to about 26-year-olds. Again, these are all people who have gone through the 12 steps of discipleship. There were no new Christians in the room for this event, but we were talking about the topic of purity, and they were so interested. They had all these questions, and it's because in their culture, this is not a topic that Christian parents talk to their children about. Similarly, Americans are the same way. We don't talk to our kids about purity. Uh, We might have the talk, you know, that one talk, but that's it. Instead, it needs to be an open conversation. And we don't talk to our kids for various reasons about this because it's awkward. Uh, Maybe we feel shame because of our past mistakes. I'd say that's probably the number one reason why parents don't actually talk to their kids about it. Or we think that school will teach them. Or we don't want to be unpopular because we think that the culture and our kids have a different perspective or opinion than the culture that we were raised in. And so we don't want to be shamed by not necessarily our kids, but our kids' friends or our kids to be shamed because of the Christian doctrines and beliefs that we hold about purity. So we stay silent and we avoid the conversation altogether. 
So I invite you to join in on a conversation that I had with Yulian. While I was in Romania, I was able to uh, interview Yulian about um, this topic of purity and why it is so important that parents talk to their kids about purity. So let's jump in, and I hope it blesses you. I'm here with Yulian uh, Avramescu of Life Romania. Uh, from what you heard on the intro, he has been a partner of our church for some time. And we are here in beautiful Bucharest, Romania. I have gotten to see so many things this week. I've gone to see Pelish Castle. I've gone to see Braun Castle. I've been to the Black Church in Brasov. Uh, we just went to the President's, not Residence, even though that's what it says. So no, we didn't meet the president. I'm a little bitter, but that's fine. And <laughs> Google is not yeah, always right. It's not always right. It's his office, correct? Yes, okay. Correct. Plus, we've done all sorts of other things. And if you're wondering why has Julian not taken you to all these places, it's because he loves me more. That's all I can say. Okay. So that's just all it is. So Julian, uh, we want to just talk with a little bit again. We talked about how this is for parents primarily. Yeah. So I've got a few questions. First, why don't you just tell me a little bit about yourself, uh, your family, and just life for a moment. Okay, so uh, basically I was born, raised here in uh, Romania. Actually, in this here, like right over there. Uh, right, right over there, yeah. Yes. My mom's apartment is right there. Yeah. Uh, I grew up in this uh, park. It's totally different than when I grew up during communism. Now it's beautiful to, to see people, kids, open, playing anytime. Uh, but uh, I grew up in Romania. I didn't know the Lord until I was a teenager. I was going to an Orthodox church, just like the one uh, behind you. And, uh, you know, he taught us tradition, but never scripture, never who is Jesus, what Jesus did for us. Until I was 18, and that's when uh, I accepted Christ as my Lord and Savior. And since then, my life has been uh, changed. I, uh, you know, God called me into ministry. Uh, I went to seminary. Uh, I got married after that, then uh, served in U.S. for about five years. In Texas, uh, right? In uh, Texas and yeah. in Tennessee. And in Tennessee, okay. Yeah. And in 2008, my wife and I, we came back home to Romania because uh, we knew this is where God wanted us. And we always knew. I got called to ministry through a ministry uh, that was working uh, with youth. Uh, my wife got saved in a youth camp. And we knew from the beginning, both of us, that uh, we believe that God wants to reach Romania for Christ through the youth. Uh, because, you know, uh, everybody in Romania is Orthodox and uh, they believe that anybody who is not Orthodox is part of a cult. So they see us, uh, even though we are evangelical Christians, uh, believing Bible Christians, uh, as a cult because we deviated from the truth. And uh, it's easier for us to convert a youth person to present the gospel, like it happened to me and my wife, right. than an older person that the priest is teaching them that if you change your religion, you commit the biggest sin and you go to hell. Wow. So people sometimes, even my grandparents, they accepted Christ, they read their Bible every day, they believe in Jesus, but they continue to go to the Orthodox Church, which was fine with me, as long as they put their faith and trust in Jesus Christ. So this is a little bit about my background, the way I grew up, and now we are serving, uh, obviously, in Romania uh, through youth ministry. Yeah, and you do youth camps, you do Champions Weekends, sports camps, all those things um, for the purpose of evangelizing students, but then getting them involved in the local churches that are there, or if there's not a church there, to help develop one and build yeah. one. Yeah. 
So I just finished, um, Nicole and actually I both were here for a whole weekend and we did the Purity Weekend. So mm-hmm. tell us kind of where that started from, because I know I'm the first one to do it. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. we didn't get to do it, of course, in 21 due to COVID. But um, where did that dream come from and why why was it important to you? You know, uh, as any parent, uh, even Christian or non-Christian, it's uh, it's a struggle to talk to your your own kids uh, about purity. Yeah. Uh, even though that's probably, uh, besides salvation, the number one thing that you want for your family, for Hang your on. kids. Pause. Did you hear that? Aside from salvation, purity, your relationship, your marriage is probably the most important thing yet. None of us talk about it. Okay, keep going. Very true, very true. Because that's where it starts. Yeah. That's where it should start from. So, um, number one, uh, parents struggle with it. Uh, Number two, I'm discipling a lot of guys and I see the need. And this is another reason that I I like working with you is because we share the, uh, the same values. But, you know, it's different when my people hearing just from me right but when it comes they hear it from <laughs> yeah. somebody else it's like oh yeah that makes uh, sense it's so frustrating <laughs> you're like you've told them 10 times and then they come up hey mr jason that guy from camp's really smart you're like yeah it's a good idea <laughs> exactly exactly so uh, but you know purity is something that we wish uh, our romania has been bombarded since the revolution in 89 with uh, like we were talking about uh, everything that is westernized yeah and you know it's very common in Romania uh, pornography sex all commercial all advertising includes uh, all the dirt but we don't get the chance to uh, as a church to present the truth and how God designed it so it, it is a burden for me working with youth seeing their need and that's why you coming alongside us uh, to educate and to invest in the next generation, I think it's crucial. So let's go back to the statement that we paused on earlier, that it is the second most important topic probably for teenagers, just because that's the world they live in. Yeah. But why is it so significant, and why is it important that the church addresses it? It's important because, you know, where do you get, where should you get the truth? You know, first of all, it's in the Bible. Uh, second, uh, you know, this young generation, as sad as, as it is, uh, it's not a a reading uh, generation. It, right. It's not reading as much as, you know, even though I didn't like it, I was imposed and I had to do it, and I did it. This generation, it's a little bit different. and uh, But that's why I believe we as a church, we are responsible uh, to do uh, you know, everything that we know, everything that God taught us, everything that uh, God showed us. And plus, on top of that, we saw in our lives the blessing of God upon our marriages mm-hmm. when we followed Jesus, when He blessed us. And right. we look back and we we're like, whoa, I'm yeah. glad, you know, Jesus taught me this because now I see how much it protected me and how much it blessed my family. And we want this for them. We yeah. want to teach them and we want to show them uh, what God has in scripture for them. And it's so interesting, like all of us as adults, we understand that if you make proper decisions about your spouse and about dating and waiting for marriage and choosing the right spouse, and that leads to blessings for your family, for your kids. And we can look back at our own lives and how much it blessed us to make those decisions and to know those truths, but then we don't pass it on to our children. 
and maybe it's because we don't want to appear old-fashioned or maybe it's just awkward and we don't want to talk about those subjects. We are scared. We are busy. I think one of the most... I was thinking about myself. You know, sometimes I want to talk to my oldest uh, boy, he's 14, uh, about sensitive subjects. But every time, uh, you know, I'm like, next weekend, I'm going to sit down and talk to him. Something comes up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and then you're when a weekend like this comes, you know, it also brings me the opportunity to follow up on how the weekend went, but also to, uh, for him, uh, to hear it, even though I may miss some opportunities alongside, you know. So yeah. I think events like this are crucial and should be intentional yeah. in the life of a church uh, and in the life of every parent. I think every parent should... Uh, send their kids to events like this because you know they go to all kinds of events and not, why not learning about yeah. what God has to say about purity and if we don't teach them about God's design for purity someone else will teach them another design for purity and it's not going to be God's it's not going to reflect God or uh, scripture it's going to reflect something more that the culture thinks is okay and I know in America right now that is not okay what the culture says compared to God's design they're in complete contrast to each other how would you encourage a parent who wants to have this conversation, is super busy, right, just like you said, but is feeling that pressure from the culture of, you know, do I say this? Will this be accepted by my child? Uh, will they think that I'm just dumb or old-fashioned or something like that? How would you encourage them? See, one thing that motivates me is uh, watching you said, if God is not teaching them, somebody else will. And we know who is that somebody else. We know who is the prince of this world. Uh, obviously, he's not Jesus at the moment, uh, even though some people believe that, but he's not. We wish he's, you know, in our hearts and uh, at the right hand of the Father. But um, when I see that that someone is so intentional, so... Uh, ready to devour mm-hmm. our kids this generation it motivates me I'm like I see the devil working I see how intentional and how ugly he is uh, to kill steal and destroy and I'm passive mm-hmm. and that makes me you know uh, David in front of Goliath he was mad because Goliath was cursing his God and he's like nobody has the right to do that Nobody should do that. And he gets mad. And that's a holy uh, madness, you know. Even Jesus says, be angry, but do not sin. Right. So I get angry when I see, you know, uh, the next generation being so uh, invaded by all these unpure things in the world. I'm like, what do I do? So I want to encourage parents. We have a saying in Romania. You may cut it off or not, I don't know. But we say, every step into your bottom, it's a step forward. Yeah. So to me, when I see the devil attacking our kids, to me, it's a, he's kicking me. Yeah. And, and I want that to be, for me, a motivation. Yeah. I want that to be... A, so I want parents to look from this point of view, because otherwise, the devil is going to take advantage of our weakness. And that, that's such a great insight, because, I mean, 
if it's okay to get angry about these things, and I would say many parents are angry about the way our culture is going and the way that it's turning away from God and the way that conversations about gender equality and or transsexuality and things like that are going, we seem to get angry. Maybe they get angry at the TV or at the news or something like that, but it doesn't motivate them to the sake of, you know what, I can't necessarily go change that person's heart or that person's heart, but I can talk to my kid about it. I can talk to my kids in a way that honors God, that is reflective of his church, and will be ultimately to my kids' good. Yeah. And that's, I don't know, like... That's probably what gets me angry is whenever I look at parents, I'm like, you're missing your opportunity. And then whenever they're older and they're grown and they've moved out and they're out of college and then you see all the decisions they've made, you almost want to get mad at your kid. But I'm kind of like, oh, you never told them. Yeah. You know? And I think, Jason, it goes also to exactly how we started. You know, purity comes from a relationship with Jesus. Parents teaching their kids about purity also from a relationship with Jesus because you get to see Jesus' heart you get to see uh, you know what he's heart for and then you're like this is what Jesus wants me as a parent to teach my kids to train my kids to love my kids to expose them to the truth as much as possible so you know it all boils down to what kind of relationship with Jesus you have because if you have a strong relationship you're going to go after your kids if you have a weak relationship you're gonna get let the devil take them oh that's so strong if you have a strong relationship with the lord you're gonna want to pursue your kids and talk to your kids about this but if you do not have a strong relationship with the lord then you're not gonna pursue your kids thank you for listening to the parent life podcast today i hope this conversation with julian blessed your life today uh if you would like to know more about julian and life romania then you can go to liferomania.org we'll have a link in the description uh for the video and for the podcast Uh, Also, if you're a member of Fruit Cove Baptist Church, we're actually looking to send a team to partner with Julian for a summer camp where you would get to tell the gospel to these teenagers, many who have never heard it before in their own language. And so you can go to our website to find out more information about that. Since we're talking about that, uh, if you have any questions about me or my ministry, you can go to jasonstanland.com. Uh, for more information about Fruit Cove Baptist Church and her ministries, please go to fruitcove, with a V, dot com. Uh, these links are in the bio and in the descriptions. Uh, and if you'd like to submit a question or response, a topic, if you'd like to interact with me here at the Parent Life Podcast, then you are always welcome to email me at parentlife at fruitcove.com. May you be filled with the knowledge of His will and all spiritual wisdom and understanding, Colossians 1, 9. See you next week.